All right, time for the uh, Sunrise Wellness uh, Center report, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, you go online, check it all out. Great website, great information. All that the doctor talks about, uh, you don't hear anyone else. You can go on the site, and it is sunrisewellnesscenterli.com. And you can call for a free consultation with uh, Doc Sinagra at uh, 631-563-1444. As we welcome uh, him in, the good man, sir. How are you? How you feeling? Good. Good morning, Jay. I'm doing very well. Yourself? In in a little goofy today. A little goofy today on a Tuesday, but that's it's holiday like week, that. you know. Yeah, kind of get that, that you, feeling. Uh, my favorite holiday is Thanksgiving. Just uh, is it really? Oh yeah, no no big religious implications. Just be grateful and enjoy the feast with uh, football and family and great food. I love it. There you go. Now, somebody said you are going to have masks ready, possibly, <laughs> uh, for the invitees over at the Sinagra household. Is that a possibility or no? We're going to use hazmat suits. <laughs> Just checking in with you. Just got to make sure. Hey, yeah. Woo! Yeah, we were, I remember I saw those photos a couple of years back. People were like hazmat suits at the table. <laughs> oh, my. We've come a long way. Hey, I brought you some great stuff today. What's that, my friend? I brought you some great stuff today. All right. What do you got? What do you got? Well, give, I give, to, me, give me something here. I want to take on the – I want to – let's let's test your knowledge. I want to take on the number one killer of Americans. What do you think it is? A Biden press conference. <laughs> yeah, that's boredom, but, yeah, almost. Uh, come on, you know this. The number one killer of Americans, uh, heart disease. Absolutely. Bing, bing, bing. Jay is the winner. And it, it, but I want to look at it from a different perspective because I think most people, you know, it's funny how we buy into things in America and we don't question them. And there, there's a lot of things that are just givens. And, but when you really look into it, you go, wait a minute, that's not correct. So when we look at heart disease and we look at cholesterol and cholesterol medications, yeah. I, want to, I want to go back and look at when I graduated college in 1987. Uh, the number one killer of Americans was heart disease. So 35 years later, the number one killer of heart disease, excuse me, the number one killer is heart disease. But 35 years ago, the uh, number for high cholesterol was 350. And now it's 200. So they've lowered this number from 350 to 200. And the I believe this is true. The number one selling drug in America is Lipitor. Yes, statins. But they have to be missing something, and they are. You know, if that was the true cause of the problem, we'd have a major impact on that. And we have affected it, but, you know, the other problem we're starting to have now is that, you know, Medicine likes to create these these evils, you know, yeah. blood pressure. You know, we keep lowering blood pressure. Um, you know, it, I remember when it used to be 100 plus your age over 95. Now, think about that. Now it's wow. 20 over. You know, so we keep lowering the numbers, and all we do is keep increasing sales of prescription medications. Um I'm not saying I, I, I'm not saying it's an evil plan. I'm saying the way the system is designed. Have you ever have you ever thought about this? If, if if you just look at the standard medical practice, 
every day, 9 to 5, whatever it is, Monday through Friday, people walk in with health issues, and they all walk out with a piece of paper. And that piece of paper is a prescription, and they go to the CVS. Do you mean to tell me that everybody's health problem requires a prescription drug, and that's how we're going to fix it? And then we wonder why we're last of all the industrialized nations in health. Well, we are, you know, we're just this over-medicated uh, disaster of a health of, of, of a nation when it comes to our health. You know, let me and, say this also, uh, Doc. It's not only the pharmaceuticals at fault here. It's the eateries. You know, we, we just don't eat well as a country. We have an obese level beyond. Uh, there's too many choices. We work too hard. We eat on the run. We don't eat healthy. And we, we go on and on and on here as no, far as the causes point. and everything else that has escalated uh, some of this stuff over the years, as you mentioned, with the blood pressure and the cholesterol levels and everything else. These are all contributing factors. Well, you know, you know the, 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 the one saying that I love is that we have a uh, – a, a health industry that doesn't care about food, and we have a food industry that doesn't care about health, and that that no truer statement's ever been said. And you know, and they don't, you know, neither do all the twain meet. They never get together and discuss it. You know, these two never, uh, uh, they never discuss it at all. So, but l- let me get back to what I wanted to talk about. So, you know, cardiovascular disease accounts for about 38% of all the deaths in North America. It's a massive problem. And, you know, newest, the new research coming out is, is showing that it's actually confirming what they thought in the 19th century. In the 19th century, they believed that infection was the cause of arterial sclerosis. And they thought this because people with really bad teeth, really bad, uh, you know, cavities, dental caries, and really bad periodontal uh, disease, uh, had a, had really bad coronary arteries and, and really bad uh, you know uh, arteriosclerosis. You know we we are, there's a good saying that you know uh, as, if you look at someone's gums in their mouth you can tell their health, but that that kind of fell by the way by the wayside and then we picked up this cholesterol is the main problem in, in the 20th century, but what we're learning now is that uh, arteriosclerotic cardiovascular disease is primary inflammatory disease. Now, cholesterol is part of the problem, but it's really what we're learning now is that it's an inflammatory disease, that pathogens and commensal pathogens, excuse me, pathogens and commensal bacteria, the good bacteria, are associated with cardiovascular disease. And guess where all this takes place? In the gut. Now, I, when I say this to people, they look at me like I have three heads. And when I first heard it, I was like, what do you mean? Cardiovascular disease is coming from the gut? And when it was explained to me, I'm like, oh, my, that really does make sense. So let me explain it to you. Remember, now, 85% of the cholesterol that's in your body is made by your own liver. It's not from your diet. And I'll get to that in a little bit. But what happens is that when you have high cholesterol, the problem is because of your gut. And the role of the liver is to take fat-soluble compounds like cholesterol, like hormones and toxins, and convert them into water-soluble compounds, and then dump them back into the gut so they could be excreted. And they get excreted through sweat, and they get urine and feces, and through, through poop. So that's how we get rid of things. 
So the cholesterol and the sex hormones in our body, the excess and the older ones, they go get shipped to the liver, and the liver converts them from fat-soluble to water-soluble, and that gets dumped back into the gut. This is where the microbes come into play. When you have dysbiosis, when you have the imbalance of the microbes, when you have an overabundance of the uh, poor microbes, the bad microbes, uh, when that is that imbalance in the microbiota is, is present, you don't affect that compound that the liver dumps in. And I want to explain it a little clearer. When the liver dumps that in, the, 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 the solution that the liver dumps into the gut, it must interact with the good microbes. And this is where bile salts come in. The liver also makes bile, bile salts. And bio salts are like um, a detergent. You know, you know that commercial uh, Dawn dishwashing detergent where they drop a little Dawn. Uh, uh, bio salts are uh, fat soluble and water soluble at the same time. So when the liver dumps the, the uh, processed sex hormones and cholesterol and other compounds that they converted from fat soluble to water soluble into the gut, the bile salts and the good bacteria must act upon it. So it can be excreted. So when you have destruction of the microbiome, when you have an imbalance in the gut bacteria, the bile salts and the microbiome do not interact with with the liver dumped into it. So now it gets reconjugated back to fat soluble and gets dumped back in the blood. So what's happening when you have high cholesterol, a lot of times it's your body is just not clearing the excess cholesterol. It's not clearing the excess hormones that are in your body. So when we look at someone with high cholesterol, it's not a dietary problem. It's a body's ability to clear the excess hormones and the excess cholesterol problem, and it starts in the gut. And that's a game changer when you look at it that way, because instead of just slamming down cholesterol with a, with a statin, which doesn't solve the problem, um, and we keep lowering these numbers. We're down to 200. Now, we've got to remember, you know, again, medicine likes to create these, these enemies of health, you know, blood pressure, uh, cholesterol. God didn't make a mistake and, and, and put cholesterol in the body. Cholesterol is vital. Cholesterol is vital in, in making hormones. There's bad cholesterol, right? Oh, Doc, sorry? There's, there's good cholesterol and there's bad cholesterol. You need, Absolutely, but you need obviously, the good cholesterol, you need that uh, as far as your body's concerned. Absolutely, but cholesterol is also is vital in forming hormones, like sex hormones and adrenal hormones, f- making cell membranes. We have, you know, trillions of cells, and each cell has a membrane, which is like the outer shell. That's made from cholesterol. Even vitamin D. We can't make vitamin D without cholesterol. And we keep lowering that number down. And when I was in school, I remember one of my professors was really uh, adamant about it. He goes, when you start getting cholesterol below 150, your body has trouble now making hormones. And I'm seeing people, and I see people go into a, a medical office, and their cholesterol will be like 205, and they put them on a statin. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. I, 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 think, that's, I think that's a big mistake. Um, you see, I mean, we're basing it on numbers. We're not looking at the whole picture. And I think that that's really a disservice. And that's why, even though we keep lowering these numbers, statins are the highest-selling drug in the country, 
heart disease is still the number one killer. They're not taking care of the whole problem. When you look at cardiovascular disease as an inflammatory problem, then you look at the whole picture. Number one, you have to look at blood sugar. If you have high cholesterol and high blood sugar, look out. That's a massive problem because high blood sugar leads to inflammation. If you have an inflammatory diet, well, what's an inflammatory diet? It's not eggs and red meat. It's simple sugars and grains. So super high, you know, bagels, pizza, pasta, those are all inflammatory foods. So when you combine having high cholesterol, high blood sugar, and an inflammatory diet, that's the trifecta for cardiovascular disease. Plus, if you have uh, an altered microbiome, your gut bacteria is destroyed. And most people have a damaged gut because just living in the West, you know, everything in our life destroys the gut microbiome. Even good things like chlorinated water. uh, Well, how does it work? It kills bacteria. Uh, You know, antibiotics. Great. Yeah, sure. But destroys the gut uh, microbiome. So even a lot of things that we do in, in our society destroy the gut. And that can lead to cardiovascular disease. So looking at cholesterol at heart disease not only as a cholesterol problem looking at it as a clearance problem if your cholesterol is high repair the gut you can even you can even take purified bile salts which really help your body clear the excess cholesterol so if you repair the gut microbiome and you take purified bile salts that can really really make a big difference uh but the other thing i want to how much time do i got jay i got a few minutes right seconds. Uh, I'm only kidding. You got a couple of minutes, but you see, here's the thing: you always, and what's really kind of stands out in my head is you've talked about this forever regarding the gut, and I always remember seventy percent, seven zero, seventy percent of that is happening is contained within the gut, and that yeah, transpires to the rest of the body. You always said that. You've always said that, right? Well, Hippocrates said, like, I don't know, 2,500, I don't know how many thousands of years ago, look well to the gut for the cause of all disease. And I remember when I read that as a student, I laughed. I'm like, that's ridiculous. And, you know, 30 years later, I'm like, the guy's spot on. (laughs) The guy was spot on. You know, a good uh, rule of thumb is healthy gut, healthy body. That's just really what it comes to. It really makes a big difference. But I want to talk about the other thing, too, is cholesterol is not a dietary problem. And they've known this since the 50s. And, you know, if eating too much dietary cholesterol supposedly raises your cholesterol, then eating less should lower it. And it's not true. And they know this. In the 50s, this this person called Ansel Keys he, he did a, uh, a dietary cholesterol study. It was the largest epidemiological study done. He was a big clinical nutrition uh, nutritionist. It spanned seven countries. And all they did is feed people high cholesterol. And they found out that eating cholesterol did not raise cholesterol. Eating less cholesterol did not lower cholesterol. And they know this. They've known this forever. The other thing is, the next one is fat. If it's not cholesterol, then they went to fat. Eating fat raises cholesterol. It does not. They did a, something called the Framingham Diet Study in Framingham, Massachusetts in the 70s. And what they found out is that eating dietary fat 
has no effect on serum cholesterol. Eating less dietary fat has no effect on serum cholesterol. Your liver produces 80 to 85% of your cholesterol. That's where you're going to make more. It's coming from you. If you're having a high cholesterol problem, you're not clearing the cholesterol. So you have to look to gut function and liver function with your bile salts and your microbiome. So by doing that and then lowering your blood sugar and having an anti-inflammatory diet. Now, remember, we put people on the Atkins diet and the ketogenic. The ketogenic diet is all fat. It's heavy creams. I, I put people on this. Their cholesterol plummets. You'd be like, how could that be? You put people on the Atkins diet, they're eating steak, eggs, red meat. Their cholesterol plummets. You'd be like, this makes no sense if that other theory was true. It's not true. So then why do we do that? Because our whole system is designed around selling patentable drugs. And it's a shame because we like to, we like to create these evils. It's cholesterol. It's blood pressure. Now it's blood sugar. So we're going we're gonna to have you know, metformin and we're going to have all these different things now that they have Ozempic. And, and we've got the little catchy song, Ozempic song on the radio and the TV. And we're going to sell patentable drugs so people can walk in the doctor, walk out with that piece of paper, and get a patentable drug for the problem, but you're not fixing it. And, you know, we saw that during the pandemic. As much as me and you argued over vaccines, and what we didn't see is anything about increasing immune response, increasing nutrition, increasing overall health. We don't discuss improving health in our healthcare system, as crazy as that sounds. We don't talk about getting to the root fundamental causes of why we have high cholesterol, why we have high blood sugar, why we have high blood pressure. All we do is treat the effects with patentable drugs that are highly profitable, and that's we've created this monstrous system of developing more and more new yeah. patentable drugs to make billions in profit when we don't solve the problem. Listen. Uh, the most knowledgeable man in America on this, uh, ladies and gentlemen, you just heard him. And listen, no one else talks about this stuff except you. Uh, and, you know, forget the South Beach and the keto and the Atkins, bunch of nonsense, really is. You know what it is? It's about being sensible. It's about having some common sense. Common sense is, you know what? Uh, you can have, reg- eat whatever you want. Eat it sensibly, though. You know, you can have your pizza, your hamburgers, have your fish, your chicken, balance it out. You know, don't do too much of one thing and exercise. And then the elixir of it all in my book is having a bowl of oatmeal every day because well, that works you, wonders in itself. It you really did it works. nail on the head. We, we, we just grossly overeat. I mean, walk into a diner and see what they put down for breakfast. See what they put down. Go into the diner and watch the senior citizens about 4.30 to 6 o'clock and watch what they get. You know, when they get the soup, salad, the, you know, it, it, then they get the dessert. And you're like, the, the, we eat way too much food. Of course. We're restaurants. Yeah, and it, most, of it's the, most of it's the wrong food, too. It's the wrong food. You're a diner. Come on. Scrambled eggs, French toast, syrup, pancakes, bacon, hash brown potatoes. <laughs> Listen, you, you got to have a little common sense. A little common sense. And you got to hey, exercise. Trump, hey, can I end with this? Trump's back, baby. He's on Twitter. Stop it already. Stop <laughs> it. You know, you've been, a, you've been a good boy for 23 and a half. Years. He's back, baby. Knock 
it off. Does. Hey, I got to ask you a question though. I, I mean, I like the fact that uh, you know Musk said he wants to open up that as the as the town square, but you know he, he's letting some people back. Look, he let Trump back, you know, but some people he's not. You know, I mean, you can't have it both ways, right? I mean, yeah. I mean, if you're going to let Trump back, you should let back Alex Jones. Or I mean, I'm not a big Alex Jones fan, but I'm just saying. I mean, he, he, you know, he's he basically if he's going to let some back and not others, he's basically doing what the old regime did. Uh, it, it may yeah. not as strict. What's your well, thoughts on that? Musk Musk needs to take a course in in handling. Uh, you know, it's, it's interesting. One of the richest guys on the planet, and he can't figure out what to do here. You know, he's been back and forth. He's wavered. He's <laughs> come back. You know, he's canceled this. He's let go this. He's coming back with a vengeance with this. It's like which way, Elon? Which way are you going? <laughs> Look, if the guy can figure out how to go to Mars, I yeah, exactly, he's gonna, I just, exactly, he's gonna figure yeah, out. The guy can put a the guy can put a car in outer space, but he can't <laughs> figure out how to deal with Twitter. I think. I mean, come on. I think he's gonna. Uh, here's a just check for forty-four billion. Uh, let me think. I mean, give me a break. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm uh, getting so tired of Musk and everything. Really, yeah, I'm he, tired of it. He, you know, charging eight dollars here. Come on, stop. He needs stop. the money. Yeah, he needs the money. Apparently. <laughs> Uh, Dr. Ron Sinagra, I'm not kidding. Dr. Ron yeah, Sinagra, 631-563-1444. Uh, call, get a free consult, and of course, go on the website. Everything we spoke about today uh, will be on that site, Sunrise Wellness Center, li.com, you, Stephanie, uh, and uh, Serafina. Yeah. Uh, I want you to have a great Thanksgiving. Discard the suits. Asmit, I'm talking about the mass. Just throw them in a drawer, will you please? Please. You have you have yourself a blessed Thanksgiving. And get your flu shot. I'll speak to you next week. All right. <laughs>